You're listening to the N2K Space Network. This episode is brought to you by Palo Alto Networks, the leader in cybersecurity. As AI-driven attacks increase, organizations can't afford to have network security that's stuck in the past. Discover how Palo Alto Networks can help you predict what's coming and proactively secure against it with a zero-trust, AI-powered network security platform built to secure whatever, whenever, wherever. To learn more, visit paloaltonetworks.com slash network security platform. Welcome to T-Miners Deep Space from N2K Networks. I'm Alice Carruth, producer of the T-Miners Space Daily Podcast. Deep Space includes extended interviews and bonus content for a deeper look into some of the topics we cover on our daily program. On today's episode, we are joined by Dan Dumbucker, Executive Director of AIAA, The American Institute of Aeronautics and Astronautics, better known as AIAA, is well recognized amongst the aerospace industry. I started off asking Dan to walk us through the vast areas that AIAA covers. AIAA is the world's largest aerospace professional society, 30,000 members around the world. And our role is to help our members and all of their organizations be successful in the aerospace industry. And we do that by sharing the knowledge, convening all the people to work on problems together uh, and help celebrate and advocate for what the industry needs. That's a really quite a broad spectrum of what it is that you're doing at AIAA. And I absolutely love the fact that you really focus on education. Could you talk me through some of the things that you offer for students and education for people that work in the industry as well? We do a whole myriad of things. We have competitions for students. We have high school memberships. Uh, We help the teachers with content. Uh, We have scholarship uh, opportunities. And we have competitions like Design Build Fly, where university teams come together to in a a remote control aircraft uh, competition. And we help support other activities like rocket launch uh, competitions all to help the students learn uh, at the high school, university level so that they become uh, the professionals that we we need for the future. Which is really important, as we know, for the entire aerospace industry and certainly something that I know they're lacking in when it comes to recruiting new people and new blood coming through. Now, AIAA does an awful lot of events throughout the year. Can you talk us through some of the things that are coming up in the next few months and how people can perhaps get involved in those? Well, the big one coming up in October is what we call Ascend, uh, Accelerating Space Commerce and Exploration new to, and New Discovery. The idea here is to bring the entire space community together, the civil space community, the commercial space community, and the national security space communities, so that we can work on problems together, understand what everybody's needs are, help communicate out uh, what's happening, and tie the technical research to with the economics and all of the business plans in this emerging commercial space business, and also with the policymakers so that we can continue to move forward 
what the industry needs to help build that cislunar space ecosystem uh, and to help everyone be successful. So you mentioned advocacy and you were recently uh, named as a member of the new committee set up by the FAA for commercial human space flight rulemaking. Can you talk me through what that committee is going to be looking at and what it is you as the AIAA representative is going to bring to that committee? That committee is looking at um, potential rulemaking uh, around human uh, spaceflight from a launch and reentry kind of perspective. It's just getting started. The idea is to do the research and to pull the community's inputs together to help decide or determine what's best for the industry moving forward. And you see a broad set of industry participants. Um, The FAA is an observer. Other government agencies are also observers. We, from an AIAA perspective, we're involved with this one and, and at least one other one like it on the aviation side. And we're there to help be that objective voice for all of industry that represents corporate, government, as well as academic, the academia world. So the rulemaking committee was really pulled in together because the learning period that was given to a lot of these commercial companies is looking to come to an end in October. We're not 100% sure what's going to be happening with it. What's your opinion about that learning period? Do we think that perhaps it needs to be extended or do we think that we've perhaps learned a lot, particularly recently with all the uh, cadence built up with the new space flights that are happening right now? Well, we certainly learned a lot uh, and now the question becomes... As, as you look forward and you're trying to figure out what needs to be done to help grow uh, the economic engine, you got to start figuring out if regulations needed, if so, what type, at what level, at what depth. And there are a lot of questions that have to be answered. And this committee is going to be searching through and trying to address all that. If, if I give you a little bit of an analogy, Alice, it's one of the reasons that we have such a successful commercial air transportation system is because we put the time and the effort to learn from our failures. We learn from all of the technical issues with airplanes uh, through across all the decades. And then the regulation and the safety that we have engendered into commercial air travel has made it the safest transportation system known to humans. Space is in the early phases of that similar process, And so we're trying to take the lessons learned and figure out what the next steps need to be. Now, you've had quite an impressive career starting off uh, as a Purdue graduate, I believe, going on to NASA, then going back and working at Purdue before going to AIAA. What are your insights into how much this aerospace industry has grown in the last few years and the last few decades? It has grown a tremendous amount. If you look at it, I think uh, various numbers... Over $500 billion in FY22 commercial business. A lot of that's commercial satellites. But you can see with what's happening with Blue Origin and SpaceX and Virgin Galactic and all of the growing emerging companies, you can see this opportunity for new markets, new products. The comparison I use with the students of today is when I got out of school you only had the opportunity to work on Space Shuttle, Hubble Space Telescope, and a few missions, Space Lab, those kinds of things. Nowadays, we have 
gone from that situation to where there's the national security space that has grown tremendously uh, because of the needs there. It has commercial space companies are growing and they are developing those new markets, those new launch vehicles. And it's just a a, a tremendous growth. The uh, and, and you actually can see it in the numbers. The aerospace engineering programs, just the aerospace engineering programs around the country are all growing tremendously. Uh, and it's because of the need and the interest. Which is also really important, I'm assuming, for national security as well. And we're starting to look at space domain as a, a new area for us to really be concerned with. What are you finding out from AIAA about that focus on space as a new war domain? We like to approach it from the defense perspective. Hopefully there is no war in that domain. We know that there are situations that need to be addressed, things like space debris, space traffic management, and we have a task force set up with that. And that becomes a big part of the Ascend conversation that we'll have in October, like we talked about earlier and if you want to build a cislunar space economy, you have to figure out how to manage and coordinate all of the debris that's already in orbit so that people can be you can put their products where they want to put their products and therefore deliver the services uh, that make the businesses viable. So we're working on all of that together uh, and we want to help continue to advocate for the peaceful use of outer space and help build that economic engine all the way to the moon and eventually beyond uh, for the benefit of, uh, of all humankind. We'll be right back after this quick break. Imagine a world where you're always one step ahead of cyber threats, where your defenses are impenetrable because you see what others don't. Welcome to Team Cymru's Threat Intelligence Solutions. With real-time access to the world's largest threat intelligence data ocean, they enable you to turn the tables on attackers. Transform your security from reactive to proactive through accelerated threat hunting and incident response, made possible through automation. Empower your team with visibility and insights to start defending your organization like never before. Team Cymru. Be the hunter, not the hunted. Learn more at team-cymru.com slash cyberwire. That's team-cymru.com slash cyberwire. With over 8,000 threat hunters analyzing over 65 trillion signals daily, Microsoft works tirelessly with the federal government to keep our nation's data secure. This 30-plus year partnership is driving mission innovation that is secure by design. Whether optimizing your existing defenses or tackling advanced threats with AI, Microsoft gives you the intelligence and the automation you need to defend at mission scale. Let's work together to stay ahead of emerging threats and secure your mission anywhere. Learn more at aka.ms slash fedcyber. That's aka.ms slash fedcyber. So 
So one of the areas we keep having coming up in conversations on T-minus is uh, cybersecurity in space and not being enough focus on that with commercial space customers. Has AIAA got any programs in place to help these new space startups figure out exactly what they need to be doing for cybersecurity protection up in their space assets? Actually, we do. Uh, Several years ago, we started an effort of helping make people aware of what uh, the cybersecurity needs so that it could be factored into the design and development operations process up front. Uh, And you will see cybersecurity content across all of our AIAA events. Ascend is the space event, SciTech, uh, our research and development event, and uh, aviation, our aeronautics event, all have elements of cybersecurity in there because everything we do now, with particularly with the autonomous systems, must be able and capable of protecting itself from a cybersecurity perspective. So we saw the need several years ago. We have we have brought in new cybersecurity companies. We get them connected with the aerospace companies, and, and, and we bring together the people to get those conversations going so that they start working on the problem early. So a real focus of AIAA seems to be networking. What kind of opportunities beyond your events do you offer to people that want to come and join AIAA as an organization? Well, obviously the events, that's a big one. But with our webinars, our online events, that's another part of it. We will also do uh, smaller events around certain topics like autonomy or space traffic coordination or cybersecurity even. We will have smaller events along the way uh, so that people with the right interest and the right needs can all get together. Uh, And then there's also all of our publications, the different journals and the technical papers that come from the conferences is how we share the knowledge. And we purposely try to set up and look for ways to get those connections made. Our job at AIAA, as much as anything, is to share the knowledge and help build the connections. Uh, and we do that from a, across the technical professional community as well as the policy and economics communities so that it's all working together. So obviously AIAA is America-based, but I'm assuming you do a lot of work globally. How have you found that interaction dealing with our global partners and friends and advocacies around the world? Well, an important thing to remember, Alice, is these these challenges we talk about for the future of the industry are not just country-centric. They involve the globe. And so, and there are uh, allies and there are adversaries, and we have to navigate through all of that. But I can't work on space traffic coordination or cislunar space economy or autonomous aircraft without bringing together and connecting the international efforts into this as well, because it all has to work together. So a little under 20% of our membership is international. Uh, We are reaching out more and more to them. Uh, For example, I was just over at a European space conference uh, this past month in Switzerland to help make them aware of what we were doing at AIAA and how they could get engaged. And we've gotten a lot of interest out of that. And and we're looking for those opportunities to help connect those dots because these are global problems and we need everybody working together. What are your insights into what you see as the priorities for an organization like AIAA as things grow in the next few years? Our mission statement is to help our organizations and our professionals succeed. And so we have to stay abreast of 
what the industry needs are moving forward and get ahead of it so that we can help channel the efforts where they need to be channeled and make sure our role is to help all of the industry. And so we, you see us working at a certain level. We'll, we'll, we will stay out of the company uh, agendas and business plans. We are aware of them so that we can help the industry. They help define for us what needs to be accomplished. And, and our job is to bring all of the aerospace professionals and the adjacent markets, the adjacent technologies that can help solve the problems, bring all of that together. And we do this with Ascend so that we can work on those tangible products, those tangible outcomes that the industry needs to be successful. And so that's going to be our focus uh, and to help. And in doing that, we bring along uh, the workforce of the future. We're addressing the problems in the space, the research and development, and the aviation domains, and thereby helping the whole industry. So it's quite a job, quite a challenge, but uh, it's our role and, and we work hard at it. And you do an incredible job as well. And well, I want to say you. a massive thank you for that. Well, the, you know, we'll just continue to make the emphasis. Uh, everybody come join us at Ascend uh, in Las Vegas, October 23rd through the 25th. Uh, we're expecting at least 2,000 people there uh, with, with speakers and technical sessions and all kinds of opportunities to network and to learn what the latest is going on from a company perspective, research perspective, and a government perspective. So... We, we look forward to that. And then after that, hey, join AIAA, join our task forces and help us solve the problems that are needed to help make society's lives better, because that's what we want to do. That's all for T-Miners Deep Space for August the 12th, 2023. We'd love to know what you think of this podcast. You can email us at space at n2k.com or submit the survey in the show notes. Your feedback ensures we deliver the information that keeps you a step ahead of the rapidly changing space industry. This episode was mixed by Elliot Peltzman and Trey Hester with original music and sound design by Elliot Peltzman. Our executive producer is Brandon Carr. Our chief intelligence officer is Eric Tillman. And I'm Alice Carruth. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.